What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Felicia Jasmine, with another episode of College by Her, the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And y'all know we like to get things started off with a small win, so let's jump right into it. My small win is that I got some good news at work this past week, and because that doesn't happen often, that is definitely a win. Some small wins that y'all shared with us on IG was that somebody got an A on one of their papers, somebody else made it through a super rough week, I can relate to that, and somebody else finished a 15 and 6 page paper. Woo! Alright, so y'all please continue to share your small wins with us at the end of every week and let's go ahead and get into something that I think y'all should check out that's pretty dope. Alright y'all, so this week you should go and check out Good Taste, Bad Grammar. It is a podcast series um, ran by three guys out of Charlotte that intentionally and effortlessly brings culture to life. They have conversations that focus on their journeys, community, music, sports, and so much more. Um, The show aims to constantly bring great stories and discussions that are 100% unapologetically for the culture. So Good Taste Bad Grammar is the first official project powered by the family brand. Um, that's the family brand out of Charlotte. And y'all should just go check them out. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. The podcast name is Good Taste Bad Grammar. So go support something dope this week, y'all. It's free. Hey y'all. It is me back with another episode of the podcast. And before jumping right into this week's topic, I just wanted to share something really cool that I heard over the weekend when I was listening to a female entrepreneur kind of share tips about focus, motivation, discipline, all of that. And something that she said that really struck me was that she starts off every morning by asking herself two questions. One question is, what self-destructing behavior am I not going to do today? drag me and the second one is what does my best look like today and so for whatever reason those two questions kind of you know like really hit me and you know it was something that I was decided to try the next day and so basically when she was talking about the first question about self-destructing behavior she was saying you know that looks different for everybody so for her specifically she um, likes to set timers when she does certain tasks or else she'll like procrastinate or maybe she'll go off and do something else so for her a self-destructing task would be to not set a timer because she know that's kind of already setting herself setting herself up Um, so for me a self-destructing task that I decided to, you know, kind of talk about that specific morning when I did it was aimlessly scrolling on Instagram. So y'all know if you've been listening, my social media time is something that I've been working on. Um, And so basically she was saying that when she kind of makes this intention at the beginning of the day with whatever self-destructing behavior she doesn't want to do for that day, that it makes her brain and herself more aware of it. So if that throughout the day she starts to do that thing, it's more so, it's easier for your brain to kind of recognize and be like, wait, a few hours ago you said you weren't doing this today. And I will say that definitely worked for me. So the morning that I set the intention of like, You know, the self-destructing behavior that I don't want to do today is aimlessly scrolling on Instagram. Then when I did have something to do later that day and I was on my couch on Instagram, it literally popped into my head like, okay, girl, you just said this morning you didn't want to do that. So I personally like that part of the exercise. And then part two is, you know, what does your best look like today? 
And that's something that I think was a little bit more challenging for me to kind of figure out. So I'm going to be thinking on that question a little bit more throughout the week. And I have to let y'all know what I come up with. Um, because I'm not sure that I know what my best looks like every day. I know my best a lot of times has to do with my attitude and just kind of the way I go into the day, which for the most part is pretty much always with some type of positivity, something because I'm like, you know, I got another day, new opportunities, all that good stuff. So yeah, that's exercise that if you would like to do it, let me know how it goes. The two questions again are, um, the first one is what self-destructing behavior am I not going to do today? And the second one is what does my best look like today? And so, you know, just kind of starting your morning off with those questions and seeing what happens. Definitely let me know how that goes. Um, but so yeah, I just wanted to share that with y'all. But as far as this week's topic, let's go ahead and get into it because this has been coming up a lot um, on Instagram in my life. And so I just thought it was a super relevant topic and it is seasonal depression. And so for the new listeners out there, first of all, hey, and welcome to the podcast. A little quick introduction. My name is Felicia Jasmine. I'm a licensed social worker and a therapist and I see kids and families for both individual and family therapists. Therapy. Um, so... Yeah, welcome. And if this is your first time listening, please definitely make sure to go back and listen to other episodes of the podcast as well. Um, but I just wanted to give that mini introduction um, so that y'all would know why I said this was relevant. So I do see a lot of kids and the conversation had just came up around this time of year in general about seasonal depression and what that means. And so I wanted to talk about it on the podcast because I also posted something on Instagram last week that also kind of brought up this conversation of seasonal depression. So what better place to talk about that than right here on the show? So of course, um, you know, with any type of mental health talk, depression and anxiety are definitely more, um, are some things that come up more frequently than maybe like other mental health diagnoses. And I know we had an episode on anxiety a few weeks back, so definitely go and check that out um but today i did want to talk about depression and so the same way it was with anxiety you know you can have depressive symptoms or you can feel depressed and still not have an actual depressive disorder so i definitely kind of wanted to start with that um but i wanted this conversation to be more general about depression and not the diagnosis so to say but just like actually depression that anybody can experience on a day-to-day -day basis um and so just some information that has to do with depression and different symptoms. Um, you know, these can include like having a depressed mood, having a loss of interest in things that you normally used to do, feeling sad a lot of the times, having significant weight loss, um, insomnia, fatigue, feeling worthless, um, maybe having a recurrent thoughts of death. Like all of these are kind of symptoms of what would be a broader major depressive disorder. Um, but of course, these are things that people can feel kind of in and out on a day to day basis. And so, like I was saying before, and I kind of touched on this with anxiety as well. Um, what I guess is kind of the threshold between just you feeling some of these symptoms and actually having a diagnosis is that, um, 
you know, these symptoms have to be going on for a prolonged period of time. They also have to be kind of, you have to ha be experiencing multiple of these symptoms at the same time. And then also, too, it has to be impacting your daily functioning and like impacting your day to day life. So all of that is to say, if you have felt or feel any of the things that I just mentioned, that doesn't mean freak out and that you have a depressive disorder, but it just means that you could have, you know, some depressive symptoms, which a lot of people do. Also, too, always got to throw this in there that this podcast isn't a substitute for therapy. Um, and, you know, if you want to go talk to somebody, I 100% always recommend going to therapy um, and not going on WebMD or, you know, diagnosing yourself based on how you think you feel. Definitely go talk to a licensed mental health professional. So yeah, that's my spiel on that. But as far as depressive symptoms, like I said, that depressed mood, loss of interest, sadness, all those different things. Um, and so around this time of year, seasonal depression seems to, you know, it is more prevalent because the weather can really impact our bodies. And so Sometimes people do experience those type of symptoms around this time of year due to daylight savings and it is getting darker earlier. Um, it's colder outside. So a lot of times people aren't socializing as much. They're in the house more. And so, you know, it kind of comes up around this time of fall and winter and can really impact somebody's mood. And so the other day I posted something on Instagram about a therapy light. So I live in Connecticut and up here it does get darker you know, a little bit earlier than when I did live in North and South Carolina. So I would say about 4.30 or really maybe closer to 4 is really when the sun starts to go down and you can just feel it in your body. And so it's kind of the same way, you know, when it's raining outside and you may feel like gloomy, you put on sad music, whatever, and you're just in that mood. Like imagine somebody feeling that every day from November to February. Like that can be very overwhelming. So one of my friends who lives in Boston um, was telling me about a therapy light, which is supposed to help increase your mood. And so he like sent me the link to one on Amazon and Amazon has tons of them, y'all like different brands. And so I don't even know enough about the different brands, of course, to recommend one over the other. But the one that I got um, was from Swamble, which is S-W-A-M-B-L-E. So that was Swamble. I love it. It has different modes on the therapy light. So you can do like white light, yellow light, like different tints and different shades. And so they recommend that you use it daily for about 45 minutes to 45 minutes a day. And their suggestion is that you turn it on um, around like 345, 4-ish when the day is transitioning from, you know, being light outside to dark. And so it's kind of like you're getting an extra hour of sunlight, so to speak, um, because the lights have actually been proven to increase your mood and they signal um, different cells in your brain to continue to fire off and to keep you more alert and to just increase positivity. And so I've been using the light for the past few days and y'all, it is super bright. So when I'm talking about this, I'm not talking about a small little plug-in on your wall and it looks like a mini flashlight. Like this is a very bright light and I can feel you know, even the difference in the room once I cut it off, like it's just a really bright light. So I 100% would recommend it. Um, the prices range. So I know the one I got was like $12. But I mean, depending on the brand and what the brand and what kind you get, um, I think prices were ranging anywhere from like $10 on up. So relatively inexpensive. 
and the lamp actually mimics real light to help enhance your body's like circadian rhythm and you know sitting in front of it can just really change your spirit and so for me I don't have seasonal depression and I wouldn't consider myself to be depressed right now so for me this is definitely like a proactive measure um so that I don't get to the point where I feel that way um because for me I'm at work until seven o'clock p.m and like I said I'm a therapist so my mood directly impacts the mood of my clients and so if every day around three or four I get into this you know kind of downward spiral and I have to see people it would just not be a good thing so I definitely think for me using this light at work um has been very helpful because it just kind of helps you know give me that boost and like I said also too I just think it's a good proactive measure because as I mentioned before it's getting colder outside so up here I think the other day it was like 20 degrees I was like I'm not leaving my house and so I can already see the social um aspect of my life beginning to shift because me and my co-workers a lot of times will always go to happy hour after work or the weekends would go to the beach or do whatever and so it's like without having that freedom of being outdoors and just going places you do find yourself maybe more so alone more times and maybe inside more times and so the therapy like can help with that um so I would definitely recommend it because like I said it's just you know a great a great thing that you can do on your own inside and so some other maybe suggestions if seasonal depression is something that um you know you're combating or something that you even want to be proactive definitely um a hundred percent would recommend talking to a therapist so if you're on a college campus and y'all have um, mental health services that come with your tuition and you get free therapy sessions I know a lot of schools do um, that would definitely be something I would recommend um, another thing that helps is you know going outside during the day when it the sun is out and so I know a lot of times even with the winter days it can be like cloudy there can be overcast so some days the sun's not even out at all um, but you know on the days that it is go outside even if it's just for five minutes to walk you know around a building or do whatever to get some of that sunlight because it really can you know impact your day way more than one would think and so going outside is definitely something else um, I would also say, of course, exercise, um, aromatherapy, people say really helps. So that's like when people have the different oil infusers or like salt lamps and different things like that can also help. And even taking um, vitamin D pills. So vitamin D deficiency is something that has also been like highly linked to seasonal affective depression. So, you know, if you're not getting enough sun, because like I said, the sun really isn't out a lot of these days, um, then getting some vitamins to kind of help supplement that and then getting outside anytime you can. And of course, going to see a therapist if that is something that you're able to do. Um, and the therapy light is just kind of, you know, another idea to add into the mix and like I said I really like it this is not sponsored or an ad but I would 10 out of 10 recommend getting one like I said kind of very cheap and they really do help with your didn't think I like before didn't think that it would actually have an impact but 
it really does so I would recommend it definitely check out a therapy light and you know also try to implement other ways in your day that you're still getting like social interaction and other things if you do know that like it's colder outside and it's getting darker early so you know whether that's talking with friends on the phone or maybe y'all spend more time inside um, but I just know it's very easy in this time to you know get isolated and become lonely so also thinking of other ways that you can kind of you know come against that in your personal life will also be extremely helpful um and like I mentioned before I just wanted to say this again um if you feel like you know you may be depressed or you know this is getting out of your control please go and see a mental health um professional so that you can get the help that you needed whatever that may look like for you I just definitely wanted to make sure I emphasize that again so yeah, y'all, that's really just what I want to talk about today. Seasonal depression, it is a real thing. So if you feel your mood kind of shifting with the weather, you know, today was just about some tips about how that you can help with that. So I hope that this week you got some type of takeaway from the episode. Um, if so, let us know by tweeting us at College by Her using the hashtag CBH podcast. And of course, you can slide into our DMs on Twitter or Instagram. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms platforms and be sure to support college by her um, on twitter you can find the info on how to join our email list and you can get her notes which is like a black girl magic twist to your regular old newsletter so you know think of me as kind of like your cooler older cousin mixed with your super dope therapist so you don't want to miss out on those emails head over to twitter to click to the link um, and get signed up for those as always thank y'all so much for tuning in Tell a friend to tell a friend and tell a friend. Subscribe to the podcast, like it, review it, all that good stuff. I hope y'all have an amazing week and I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.